0: Hello and welcome to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast produced by me, Fraser McGrewer, for Aleph Insights. In this series of podcasts, we take a look at interesting topics and discuss what we think they tell us about analysis and decision-making. I'm here with Peter Coghill and Nick Hare of Aleph Insights. And this week, we're discussing creativity. Uh, Nick, can you lead us in, please?
1: Yeah, well... uh For reasons to do with the YouTube uh, suggestion algorithm, I get a lot of uh, things popping up from intellectual dark web people, including Jordan Peterson, who is now a sort of bit of a celebrity psychologist guru type. Um, And... uh so I, I'm not a particular fan of fan of his, but I gave this one a go. It was about creative people and why they why they find life difficult, and uh, he claimed he made the claim that um creative people throughout history are always going to find themselves being persecuted because authoritarians don't like being questioned. Uh, and I I thought that was a very personally thought that was quite a narrow understanding of what creativity is. Um, so I thought we'd look into that, you know, ask the question of, but I mean, everyone bangs on about creativity, and everyone seems to, everyone claims they want more of it in their lives and so on. Um, well, what is it, and is it good? You know, is it dangerous? What? What? That's that's what I'm asking, really. Okay, and I know this is not quite what we're talking about. Who is Jordan Peterson again? He's a psychologist who, sort of, is one. Of, he's one of these intellectual dark web people who uh talk about things that are a bit sort of um a bit controversial bit controversial, considered to be uh, you know, a bit sort of non non PC. Um has he
0: had some like internet um Yeah he's because he had
1: an interview with a That's um, the guy presenter on Channel Canadian? Four, yeah. Yeah. Channel four where he pretty he kind of yeah, it was judged to be Got pretty much him, yeah, him I know one fella. Kathy, okay. what's her name? Kathy Newman. Newman. Yeah. yeah. Newman. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, creativity. Um, yeah, what's it? What is it? What's it all about? Yeah. Okay, uh, Peter, do you want to? Well, not uh, not wanting to make this another Moni podcast, but I'm going to start with a gripe. <laughs> well, this is because you're an engineer. Yeah. Well, well, yes, it is exactly
2: right. right. Yeah. Okay, so I've got a beef with uh, how some disciplines. You said that in quite a creative subjects. way, but I've got a beef with it. But sorry, go on. Yeah, uh, uh, some sort of disciplines and subjects are labels creative right uh so arts and dance and th- and um, painting and things like they're often created they're, they're creative things to do are you going to about to start to talk about creative engineering solutions yeah well yeah so what so that that sort of assumes that other things are non-creative so that all the sciences and all the uh, all the all the engineering massy subjects are non-creative right. when I think nothing could be further from the truth that, that those 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 subjects are all about solving problems and coming up with novel, solutions to things and novel ways of understanding the world so they're 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 no less creative um i I think that this sort of is lazy language that's creativity is a big bunch of stuff that we can't codify as being a set of principles and disciplines um there's
0: yeah that's so so whinge over but yeah uh, okay so i think i can go along with that to a degree in the there's an element of, you know, um, lateral thinking, of original thinking that can be applied to something like an innovative that can be applied to sciences, maths, etc. Mm. Great. Um, but that kind of doesn't get the juices flowing in the same way that um, if you're watching a live performance of, of some music. Uh, for example, uh, it, I mean, it doesn't I know, get it the emotions get your juices, going.
2: I get my juices get flowing if I look at a particularly interesting bridge. Right. I get, I find that pretty evocative, or I think about the marvelous, you know, the world-changing things like penicillin. You know that that sort of um, that's pretty. No, pretty it or it even doesn't.
1: literally the person who invented the juicing machine. That probably gets his juices that's flowing. His juices like. that very
0: figuratively gets.
1: My no, but let's flowing. think about this seriously for a moment. <laughs> Let's think about this
0: seriously for a moment. So um, let's say you're going to see a concert, for example.
1: Fraser, you're already, you've got this presumption that there's, you, un, you know what creative things, and you're assuming that the performance of you know, a piano concerto is creative. I'm going to argue it's not, right? It's just sitting down and playing notes that somebody else has written down. Uh, when you by so what the time about, you go though? and see a concert, you are not seeing the act of creation. You're seeing an act of finally home recitation.
0: Performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, as a, you know you make a good point.
1: So I think it? we can't keep going on about this. I think that's what we want to drill into is 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 it right that people have this perception that um you know that sort of doing doing science and engineering is sort of in some important way not creative, whereas art and you know pottery is. I, I I'm going to argue very much that it isn't. Okay. Um,
0: yeah, no, you make a good point, actually. Um, so I don't know what to say then, therefore.
1: Well, what is creativity, right? Okay. What is it? So, creativity. So, uh, yeah, I'll have a stab at answering. Go on then. This. And I don't so, want this to be circular. I don't want you to say creativity is when you start creating new things, right? You have to actually <laughs> yeah. define it in procedural terms.
0: Uh, no, I'm not going to. No, 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 no. I'm not going to define it in procedural terms because that's, that's kind of. That's the kind of way you would answer the question. <laughs> I'm going to answer
2: it in my way. It takes magic out. <clears> right, on, Yeah.
0: And magic's defined as creative stuff. <laughs> so I think it's, I mean, I do think it's in whatever field, whether it's in the arts or whether it's in sciences, I do think it's about thinking about things in a new way, in a different way, and, and not about, yeah, not just relying on past ways of doing things and thinking about things. I think it's partly that. I do think there is actually an element, and I'm sorry, it does go back to the meaning of the word, which is about making something new, uh, potentially. Um, so I think there's a newness, an originality, either in the process or in the end product.
1: That is my brilliant answer. Okay. Well, that uh, the, what you've described, I mean, the, I think it pretty much goes along with what Peter was saying. right. Which is that that. it's, it's, yeah, that that process is something that actually is just any endeavor done well, right? So, are are there, so here's the
0: question then are there, so are there
1: there people who are better at doing that than others? Or who do that? Yeah, that seems to be the case. And there are, absolutely. Right, yeah, but I mean, so we know that intuitively, but um, there's also evidence about, you know, and and so the problem is, nobody's really quite sure how to define creative there's hundreds of different definitions of it i've got my own well, i've I'm just defined it fan. i did a good job but anyway yeah brilliant uh yeah you you we can sweep away all of that you know 50 years of creativity research because all of that is now footnote to what you just said <laughs> thank you so um <laughs> it's quite creative in itself yeah yeah um Generally, they try, they do these things where they try and get people to think of lots of ways of doing something. So they'll say, uh, you know, here's, uh, uh, f- find unusual ways of using a brick and a banana, you know, and, and, and uh, that business, Yeah, or the, or the, I mean, <clears throat> so the essence of, of, from a cognitive point of view, so this is wh- where I'm coming at it from, is that it involves the formulation of hypotheses about things, whether that's hypotheses about things that could be true or hypotheses about things that, could work i know you're shaking your head because you you, you're misinterpreting what i'm saying no the point is that it it, (laughs) is from a cognitive (laughs) point of view the role of creative thinking is to suggest possibilities right okay and then critical thinking or experimentation or evidence gathering um is is uh going to find out whether those possibilities work so so the creative part of thinking involves generating those possibilities I'm simply rephrasing what you said using different words and you now think i you're disagreeing with me right <laughs> so um it's not that I think you over intellectualize things sometimes. the process but... is uh Ooh, of creativity it's it's, red rag yeah it's poorly understood the process <laughs> isn't isn't well understood obviously if we could understand it we would have been able to create tools to do it and we can't, we haven't uh by and large you know artificial intelligence at the moment, cannot really do creativity meaningfully um, because it's all based on generally on, on existing data. And the whole point of creative thinking is that it goes sort of beyond the existing data and tries to look at uh, other alternative explanations or ways of doing things. We have, um, there
2: are, there are, just mentioned. There are a few techniques um, yeah. like um, genetic machine learning, which are uh, kind of doing that, but in a very crude, brute forcey kind of way. So they start they the Famous experiments where they have um, virtual, simulated animals that are sort of evolving in a simulation. Uh, and they they start off with a set of parameters, like they can grow a leg and it can move at a certain speed, uh, and then the, the the computer works out a new generation by trying lots, hundreds or thousands of different variations of that, and keeping the ones that worked best to to getting towards a certain goal. Um, but it's a very brute force kind
1: of way well, yeah, i mean i mean that's the, the 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 thing is that i i feel like creative creative thinking in a way is a shortcut to some sort of brute force method. Once you can define the parameters along which you are trying to innovate, and in this case, it would be things like the shapes of objects, which you can define on a continuum, and you have enough processing power. Well, you simply can generate all of those possibilities. But we can't do that, right? Human brains can't do that. So so the way that we do it is a totally different process which is, um, you know, as I said, it's not very well understood, but it does involve associations and trying to sort of, you know, draw analogies between one thing and another. And, um, you know, so a a human uh, way of approaching uh, that puzzle would be to perhaps you know experiment with different objects or you try to imagine different types of objects, but based broadly on what kind of sort of works, or or to make a big leap and try a totally different shape. Um, whereas machines can simply enumerate every single possibility and look mm. through it. And so the the creative process is a response. The creative process in humans is a response to uh, the fact that we haven't got the com- computational power to do that. Yeah. It's sort so, of
2: yeah. When you're generating ideas, you're, gen- you're generating ones that you've. Uh, Already kind of pre-selected by some earlier process that's gone in your mind, you're not trying everything; you're just trying the ones that you think are more likely to work. Um, It's a sort of it's a shortcut to that brute force method, as
1: you say.
0: Look, hold on, but yeah, I sort of agree, but I sort of don't. I mean, uh, look, I can see the sense. uh,
1: This reminds me, you're gone. I can see the sense. I can see the logic in what you're saying, right? However, as I've said. Because I haven't said it flamboyantly enough. You assume that I, I'm somehow no. missing the point of creativity. No, no. The, <laughs> Put a no, scarf I, on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah,
0: where's your beret? Um, <laughs> no, but uh, look, it, I think it's... I don't think that uh, an individual necessarily goes through that thought process...
1: As as if they're they drawing might a painting, not, but their brains do no,
0: yes, no, no, because you, I might just be there going right. I'm going to draw a picture of of a family member, or I'm going to do a portrait. Um, I mean, I'm doing this at the moment, and I don't just sit there and go. I don't go through this process that you said. Yes, you do. Yeah. I just Otherwise, you no. wouldn't know what to ve- do. There's no. very good neurology. You literally, literally to wouldn't back it know up. what to do with your the... paintbrush no. in
1: the first place if you weren't going through some process of formulating possible courses of action. Yeah. No.
2: There's, there's, a, there's some very good uh, neurology to back it up that your brain is actually flitting between different modes of operation, and the more creative people are able to. Uh, brigade those parts of the brain in a more controlled way than the let inverted commas less creative people. Um, they they they're more random or they are more dominated by one particular set of uh, parts of the brain. So so it's the, the 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 literature suggests that the, how they codify creativity neurologically is the ability to flip between modes of the brain more quick, quickly, but also maintain a control over that process.
0: You, you seriously, you engineers and economists, no, no, you're no,
1: just no, taking you're, all the fun out of this. No, see, I mean, the thing is that you, you, you. you oh, it, I'm not expecting you, as a mere creative person, to <laughs> have a good deal I'm of creative. insight into the operation of your own brain, and I don't understand why you think you would. <laughs> the point is that you cannot, when you decide to put a splodge of paint somewhere yeah. with your hand, unless you're saying it's literally random, you wouldn't know which of those. Which type of splodge to put down? Unless some part of your brain had considered the options and chosen the one that you go for as being the best, right? That process of considering different options for what, how you will approach the problem of putting this splodge of paint on the canvas—no—is creativity. I don't even
0: like this framing it in terms of problems and solutions
1: and what is the best. You, and, you and are trying. Optimal. You are trying to produce something. No oh you're not so you're not actually painting a picture of your family you're just randomly putting splodges <laughs> of paint down and hoping it'll somehow resemble
0: them but i'm not trying to produce it in the sense that i think you mean which is that i've got this sort of or, or not just me but anyone has all this i mean is, of, is that you are trying
1: think, to achieve something i think yes. you're trying for a number of monkeys to achieve. with pen and paper all scribbling away and eventually one of them will, will create you're trying to hair. achieve in your own naive way a likeness of something that is you something you can say is more or less achieved depending on how happy you are with yeah, it right yeah, yeah, yeah. the point is that there are multiple ways of doing that and you along with your expertise in painting are able to flit through them without you being aware of it and select the one which you consider optimal at that that's point just, in time. But, I mean, that's just a really dull, depressing...
0: That's not, know, it it's not, it's amazing that human brains are able to yeah, do yeah. that. <laughs> There's real majesty in that. There's real majesty
1: in that. This reminds me of, uh, of an argument. I had one of the bitterest arguments I have ever had with a guy uh, almost fell out uh, over it. It was a musician who absolutely, he was adamant, That nothing that was involved in the thought process of of maths or, you know, um, or in my case, you know, economics uh, or anything analytical, that nothing involved in that thought process could conceivably equate to the kind of creativity uh, that a musician has and i and i i just there's an element where he might be right but go on i was the reason i was so aggrieved is that i've considered myself a not incompetent musician yeah yeah. i'm pretty and i improvise and i'm aware of what musical creativity involves and i unlike him and unlike i have to say i suspect the majority of people who hold this view i understand what the mathematical process is like Mm. and he doesn't right Him telling me that when I'm sitting down trying to get to the end point of a mathematical proof or you know which i know is a similar process right of sort of sampling the possibility space and looking for things that look uh, like they work and drawing analogies and you know that is, it's not as non mathematicians imagine a kind of rote process of just computing one line than another it is genuine creativity and and i and but it's very common trope among kind of arty types that uh it you know, it's it's a totally different thing. And, and math, mathematicians and scientists and stuff, they it's not real creativity. Yeah, real no, creativity the... is when you sit down and paint a painting of a blue square. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, real yeah. creativity. Yeah. <laughs> but actually just... I like, I like Mark Rothko, by the way. But I, actually, don't, honestly, I don't like this whole two tribes thing.
0: But listen, actually, this is a really good, exa- good, good point. Because the thing is, you are, I think, you're a really good musician. And you're a better musician than I am. Um and I've not really seen you improvising. That's not to say that you're not amazing at it. Um, but I think improvisation is a good point. Um, and so let's sort of, I know you've slightly covered it there, but um, I know when I've been improvising badly and when I've been improvising a handful of moments in my life, I can think of improvising really uh well. And I guess what that guy is talking about I think what he understands, and I, I, maybe you do as well, this is what you're saying, this is the bit I get, is there is a, a thoughtlessness about it, right? There's a, when, it, when it's going at its best, right? you're just not thinking about it, right? So, and actually there often isn't even, even time to think about it,
1: your kind of mind is empty. So what is going on there then? that's why it's that's why it's not understood not very well understood this process but essentially it is some some in some way and it's very hard to describe without actually, using an analogy so, but you sorry. are you are combining possibilities for 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 to triage them to presentation, if you like, to your critical thinking faculties, at which point you then go, right, let's test these. No. And expertise is the process of triaging better, right? So a person who knows nothing about playing the piano sits down and sees 88 notes and has no idea which one is better, right? But someone who has is trained to understand what they're doing is able to look at those notes and the possibility space is much, much narrower because they know that, you know, there are a certain number of things that are going to work and some things that are definitely not going to work. And, um, you know, the creativity is, a, it, when you get creativity at a particular thing is linked to expertise in that thing. And and that is essentially what, what the creative part of your cognition is doing, is testing possibilities before they come out. This might be an unconscious process, but you, if it isn't happening, Fraser, then you're, you're just performing randomly. How can, it, how can it be that you're choosing the right yeah. note if you're not thinking not about all the possible something happening notes behind and picking yeah. the one that's better cuz
2: to to not accept that is to is to think magically and then there must be some other thing that's
0: driving the hand. likes that no but there is something magic about that moment yeah well, it's magical I, but it's not there's not magic it's, it's natural not not, not, yeah. yeah it's not natural there is there must be some kind of structured process going on behind yeah otherwise it'd be just a load of jangly yeah. dissonant notes
1: essentially um i'm sort of convinced i'm sort of not our loyal loyal listener chris who has written to us a few times um told me he said sometimes he listens to fraser and can't believe that someone actually thinks like that
0: <laughs> no but hold on isn't this the guy who thinks it's just weird that i don't um is it the same person who thinks i why don't i update my software oh yeah probably yeah
1: yeah no, anyway but uh so um yeah so uh i don't know where we where we got to with all that I, other than just to, i think we've actually just spent the whole time talking about what creativity is because i thought I that's didn't, what we're meant to be doing I, yeah yeah but i thought that would be quite straightforward but it seems that we've had to really convince you that it's an actual process and not just some magic <laughs> magic thing that a fairy conjures up um but uh but yeah i mean so there is such a thing as there are such things as creative people right so that's been measured by various ways that people are consistently kind of score highly d- depending on what kind of test they're um asked to do and um and they it's linked a little it's, it's linked to intelligence a bit um in in ways that are reasonable that's slightly complex but actually it isn't it isn't uh really just sort of it's not really closely linked to any um particular aspects of personality other than openness to experience but that's very much a necessary rather than a sufficient condition for uh, creativity as far as the evidence as far as yeah. i can tell but there is tons of evidence and tons of bullshit about creativity <laughs> yeah tons yeah. of management bullshit about you know how to stimulate creativity and it always involves pool tables and bean bags and very little <laughs> evidence
0: um we're actually quite close to uh finishing uh peter is there anything you'd like to add at this point uh no, one thing that
2: was well, a little thing that I was rather taken by was the 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 taxonomy for different types of creativity. That hopefully, hopefully for those new listeners who wonder or worry that they're not particularly creative, don't worry. There is a, there is a type of creativity <laughs> for you. Okay. Uh, so they they talk about the 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 C uh, the the four C's or the three C's, sometimes four C's. Uh. Taxonomy for different types of creativity. So there's, there start sort of it's on a sort of increasing scale of how external that that creativity becomes in a way. If that makes sense. So mini C is a sort of internal internal realization. That might be that might be a fairly big epiphany, or it might just be a, a new way of thinking about something that you have that you don't tell anyone. That's intel, or you may not be even aware of it yourself there's little c which is everyday problem solving so this would be like opening a door that you're not familiar with that's got a funny handle or uh finding your way around the tube network to a new place or some sort of some sort of prob- basic problem solving everyday thing there's professional c or pro c and this is kind of uh being good at your job and solving problems in that so coming across an unfamiliar situation and calling on experience to come up with a solution and then there's big c and this is what i think creativity in the vernacular often gets labeled as and this is where someone's created something world changing or genre defining defining that's the sort of how's the hell up a creativity but there's creativity at every single level of everyday life in how you know uh, optimizing how one puts on their socks, through to painting something incredible that that's uh, that's um, revered.
0: You know,
1: I like that. I think that's a sort of yeah. Um, can I just say, actually, I remember when someone taught me how to put your socks on if they're inside out. I remember that moment, and it was like that is a bit of an. Epiphany. How does one do that? You 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 sort of put them. Uh, you you put the inside the out on toe. The... You yeah. sort of wrap it onto your toes. Yeah, and then you kind of. Pull you pull the whole sock round your toes and up, uh, and it's really good. It works really well, actually. But anyway, that's the sort of thing where, um actually, for years, people may have just not known how to put socks on if they're inside out, and then someone invents it, and it's, it's world changing. Forget. Millions arrive. Yeah, t- um, Tim Berners Lee can yeah. sold right off because in, in putting your socks on inside out has really affected the lives of more people than <laughs> yeah. the internet. Yeah, and who needs Mozart when you've got that? Yeah. Um all right,
0: um, let, let's close this down. Um, what's you, the best way to do you this? You can't
1: think of a way <laughs> to close I it. I absolutely can. I've got so many going on in my head. That's the problem. Just, to, actually, I'll pick you, pick you up on something. You said you'd never heard me improvise. You know perfectly well that the theme tune to the Cognitive Engineering Podcast was improvised. You were there when I when I when I did it. It's just a jingle. It's. You know, it, it's... it is just a jingle to some people. <laughs> So those, to those with eyes to see yeah. or ears to hear. It's, he's working on the a, concerto yeah. based on that, that <laughs> motif, though. Yeah, that was improvised,
0: yeah. Um, so just to round things off, what's the thing that you are most
1: proud of creating? Uh, when you're ready, jump in there was a thing i came up with it meets one of the definitions that peter was talking about there about sort of uh solving or thinking about things in a new in a new way or at least boiling down a bunch of complicated things into a simple thing that is, i found really helpful which is this taxonomy of question types which um i worked really hard on uh, i was basically trying to give people guidance as to if someone asks you a question like this here's some analytical approaches you can use and um I started out with a long list of about 25 different question types and was, you know, bunching them up in different ways and couldn't really see how I could make it simpler, you know, than having this complicated taxonomy. And then, uh, you know, I I sort of had a couple of moments of realization and discovered it could be boiled down to just two dimensions and so therefore four fundamental question types and i've carried that with me forever it's really really helpful when you get a, a new question to be able to instantly diagnose it and say well yeah we're looking at this sort of approach um so yeah that's probably the thing i'm i'm most a two by two matrix four squares on a page is the thing i'm probably most pleased beautifully with arranged yeah
2: <laughs> nice uh peter uh i'm deliberately not gonna go into too much detail because i don't want to make the podcast adverty but there's a couple of projects that we're working on at the moment that i've had a big hand in coming up with the original concepts for they're both sort of software it related things uh highly practical um and they particularly one of them was was the genesis of it was looking at the current state of how everyone else does it and and questioning one fundamental assumptions of why why do we assume that the the information is always going to be presented in this way? If we uh, relax that constraint, then we can come up with something much newer. So I'm pleased with that, and it's it's, it's it seems to have legs, and um, mm. hopefully it'll all sail well. Yeah,
1: you've, nice. you've heard of Google, haven't you? Uh, yeah. In a year's time, you won't have heard of Google. It's gonna be Alex. Yeah, we talking yeah. about just, something. It, it'll be a, a you know just a kind of minor footnote. minor footnote in history. Yeah. yeah,
0: people will be saying JFAI, yeah. right? That's <laughs> um, yeah. I think the thing I'm proudest of in terms of creativity um, it is actually a good example of what we think of creativity is not necessarily that. Which is a few years ago. I, as you, as you, as you two know, I started a, a conference company um, uh, for filmmakers. And actually, I just saw an idea, something the same conference in the US. And I thought, hey, that's really cool. Let's do that over here in the UK because it didn't exist, and because I wanted to go to it, but it didn't exist. So I said, well, let's do it. Um, and I, so I created a company that did precisely that. And and the reason I'm proud of it is because it it it, it did change people's lives. Um, you know, <laughs> no, Making but what the, made a
1: world a better place? No,
0: but what I do mean is, in a really prosaic, you know, very literal sense, it, it, you know, it did change how people knew one another. It brought people together. It. Do, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, well I, done. I
2: mean, I, I presume you're waiting for your to be on the honours list at some point as a result (laughs) thank you Peter
1: to Uh, any royal royal uh, listeners out there (laughs) you know you know where to find us
0: and I used to love standing for example we used to have social events with the with this with this with this um, with this conference I used to love standing in the bar just watching all these people talking to each other and I'd brought them all together because of something that I said I'm going to do this and I did it Um, so yeah that's my answer Um, okay well let's wrap it up there um I do feel that like you've taken something away from all this though, Nick, with this with this slightly pedestrian, over approach yeah, yeah you, I don't want to peek behind that curtain um, all right, so thank you as always uh, for listening to the cognitive engineering podcast. I'm Fraser McGreur. We've been here with Nick Hare and Peter Cockill of Aleph Insights. Until next time, goodbye.